Good morning, everyone. Well, we are into a new year. And for many of us, it's none too soon. Uh, we're ready to say goodbye to 2020 and to move into this new year, 2021. Now, every year, we share a theme that we believe the Lord has given us for the year. Now, last year's theme was acceleration to go further, faster. And when you look back at it, you wonder, was that a good theme? It seemed like the world was put on pause rather than to accelerate. But the more I think about it, I think it was appropriate. Because even though some things were put on pause, we did accelerate in other ways. I came across this quote by author and pastor Carrie Newhoff. And he said this, crisis is an accelerator. And shockingly, one of the things crisis can accelerate is progress. Progress. And really, that's what it is. We want to accelerate in our progress with the Lord. And I believe that we were able to do that. We were able to not do some things but we were able to accelerate into other areas. A year ago, we had never, at least I had never heard of the term Zoom. But now it has become a part of our life. And so every crisis forces us to do something different. COVID and uh, government restrictions have told us what we can't do. And because we couldn't do those things, we had to look for ways to do new things. Now, this brings us to uh, the theme for this year. Because COVID has accelerated us into new things. It's caused us to do new things. And I want you to know, God is into new things. Revelation 21 and verse 5 says, He who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Now, I want you to know, God is still sitting on the throne. And it, it doesn't matter what's happening, what's happening all around us. It doesn't matter restrictions. God is still on the throne. And he continues to make all things new. And so our theme for this coming year is all things new. There's two ways to look at things. You can have a negative view, and the negative view is that Satan is in control, and he's causing all these things to happen, and we're being restricted, and we can't do what God wants us to do because Satan is in control. Now that's a negative view. Or you can take a positive view and say, God is in control. God is on the throne. And what he wants to do is new things. And so he's cut away old things and restricted us from old ways of doing things to cause us to come to a place where we will do new things. So the statement I would leave with you Let's shift our focus from what we can't do to what we 
can do. And what would God want us to do in a different way? I went back and looked at the messages I shared at the beginning of COVID back in March of this past year. And here's some of the things we talked about. Going back to the basis. How do we go back to the basics? What's really important? And don't be distracted by natural things. And we talked about how God had cut away so many things that took our life, whether it was shopping, theater, moving, going, sports. A lot of those things were just stripped away, and it brought us back to the basics. And we were sharing how you need to think what is basic to God, not just basic to us, but what is basic to God. And then we looked at the church. When we no longer could meet in the building, we asked the question, what is the church? Is the church the building? No, it's not the building. Is the church the service? No, the church is more than the service. The church meets in a service, but it's more than a service. And so we begin to talk about what really is basic. And then we talked about we need to move away from a reliance on church leaders and church programs and begin to take responsibility for ourselves so that God's work can be done through us. And that the church is people. And so for the church to continue, then people need to pick up the slack and go forward. Now, all those things we, we've talked about in the past. And I think it's relevant to us today. Because as I look over the last nine months, if we asked ourselves the question, how much of that did we take to our own hearts? How much of this did we actually begin to assimilate? Or, do, or did we just sort of cope and manage and, and hoping, you know, we'd get back to so-called normal? Or did we really look to the Lord to see what is the new thing he wants to do in our lives? Now, that's what I want to talk to you about again today and, and for this theme for this year is what new thing does the Lord want to do in our lives? Now, to process this, two questions came to my mind. I'm, I'm just calling them two process questions. The first question we have to ask is, what are the essentials that we're called to? What really is essential? So you have to come back to that basics of what is essential. And then the second question is, the things that are essential, how can I do it in a new way? Because God is going to make all things new. He's constantly renewing. He's innovative. He is creative. And he does things new again. And so I want us to align ourselves with God in this coming year. And to say what new thing does he want to do in our lives. Now there's two aspects of this. The first is the personal aspect to our lives. And secondly, how does this relate to us as a church, our collective corporate being? So let's look at the first. What are the essentials in our personal life? What does God see is 
what his purpose for your life is. Well, a number of years ago, Rick Warren wrote the book, The Purpose Driven Life. And he looked at the purposes that God created us for. And, and we took 40 days and went through this. And again, I just went back and reviewed what those purposes are. Because if, if God is doing something new, he's not changing the uh, essence of it. He's changing how we do it. Uh, it's like the gospel. The message of the gospel never changes. But the method of sharing the gospel changes constantly and must change. And so the purposes that God has created us for never change. But how we move into it and how we express it will change. And so in this aspect of God doing all things new, I want you to assess this morning what new thing does God want to do in me in relationship to his purposes for my life. So here is the first purpose. I was created for a relationship with God. I was created for a relationship with God. That is your basic purpose. That's why God created you. Not to be separate from him. He created us to know us, to relate to us, to use us. We are one and part of God. And he created us so that we would know him and that we would have a relationship with him. Philippians 3.10 just simply says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. God wants us to know him. Now, I have to say, one of the greatest uh, motivations for me to know God came from my father. And he would say to me at different times in different ways, but here's the essence of it. And I was just a little guy, and he called me Kenny, and he, he would say this to me, Kenny, if you seek the Lord, he'll make himself real to you. But that planted something in me, that there was a God, and if I would put my attention to him and seek him, that he would make himself real to me. It wouldn't just be someone I read about, heard about, read in the Bible about, but I could know him for myself. That was the greatest thing my father could have ever given me. And I want to share that with you. God will make himself real to you if you will seek him. Your first purpose in life is that you would know the Lord. And so if we're going to fulfill that purpose and seek it, here's the question I would ask you. What new way, and I'm going to make it personal, what new way can I use this day to get to know and love God better? In what new way could I get to know God better? That's something that should turn over in your mind. God will give you an answer to that prayer. When you say, God, I want to know you better. How can I know you better? He will show you how you can know him better. I mean, this is the marvelous thing about God. It's not he's silent, uh, passive, and we do all the seeking. No, if, if you seek him, you will find him. 
If you talk to the Lord, he'll talk to you. And, and here's the challenge to us today. I, I want to challenge you to say, I want to seek the Lord in a new way. What would the new way be? I don't know. You need to ask that question. You need to respond. If God's going to do all things new, he wants to reveal himself more and more to you. And so apply yourself towards this. So that's the first, first purpose, that you would know him. Now here's the second purpose. I was born again into God's family. Everyone that is on this earth is God's family, but we were separated from God because of our sin. But when we are born again, we're born again into his family. Here's how 1 Corinthians 12, 13 reads. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. When you become a Christian, now you are born into a family. This is not just an individual, personal uh, matter. It is personal, but it's not individualistic. You are born into a family. He's the head, we're the body. That's the body analogy. He's the head of the family, and the family name, it says in Ephesians, is Jesus. Jesus has become our Savior, and everyone that is saved, we come into this body, and we are uh, filled with God's Spirit. Now, what should our pursuit be? How could this become new to us? And, and I would say this to you. you know, in what new way can you use this day to lovingly relate to other believers? Now, I don't know whether you get up in the morning and you think this way. Do you get up in the morning and think, today, I wonder how I could know God better. Or to get up in the morning and say, today... I need to relate to other Christians. How would I relate to other Christians? Well, in the past, we've done it by coming to a building. Because we can't do it that way, we need to do it in a new way. And you need to find new ways of relating to other Christians because all the one another verses in the Bible tells us when we relate one to another, there's a benefit that comes back into our life. And so, I'm, again, I'm challenging you to renew your spiritual life and the, and the purposes for what God has created you for. So, you were created to have a relationship with God. You were born again into God's family. And here's the third one. I was saved to become like Christ. I was saved to become like Christ. Here's how Paul writes in Galatians 1 and verse 15 and 16. God called me through his grace to reveal his son in me. God wants to reveal his son. He wants to re reveal Christ in us. In other words, he wants to fill us with his life, with his character, that we would act like Christ would act in the world. Christ was quite a dynamic person. And to read about Jesus and how he related to the people around him, how he responded in situations, it really was spectacular. There is just 
no criticism of Jesus because he was God and he acted the way God wanted him to act. And so the same with us. We were saved to become like Christ. And so here's the question that you need to ask yourself. If God's going to make all things new, how would this become new in you? So I put it this way. How can I use this day to make choices that Christ would make? How can I use this day? When you get up in the morning, say, Lord, I want something new in my life. So how could I today make a choice that you would make? You know what? The decision shouldn't be on, is this right? Is this wrong? Is this moral, immoral? What can I get away with? Is it? No, we need to stop and say, what would Christ do? How would he act? How would he respond? And I tell you, if you do that, the Holy Spirit will prompt to you, by his Spirit, a way to do that, empowered by his Spirit, not just trying to do it in your own self. His spirit is in you. He wants to do a new thing through you to show himself to the world. He wants to do it uniquely through your life, through your circumstances, through your friendships, through your job. He wants to reveal himself to the world. And so respond and apply yourself to it and say, you know, the new thing God wants to do in me is to show himself to the world. And, and I want to align myself with that. I want to cooperate with this Holy Spirit. Now, here's the fourth purpose we were made for. I was shaped to serve others. God shaped us to serve others. Now, if you've gone through our classes, you know we use the word shape, S-H-A-P-E, to speak about S, your spiritual gift, H, your heart's passion, A, your abilities, P, your personality, and E, your experiences. And God has uniquely shaped you in a way that you could serve other people. Just like we we shape tools to do a particular job, God has shaped you to minister and to serve people around you. And he wants to constantly do this in new ways. Listen to how Romans 12, 6 states it. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Let us use them. Are you using the gifts you have for the benefit of someone else? That should be a strong motivation. That's what you were created for. That's what you, what God has for you is to serve other people. So here's the question you should ask yourself if you want to do this in new ways. How can I use this day to benefit someone else? You need to go through your day alert and asking yourself, in every situation, every encounter you have, how can I benefit this other person? See, usually a selfishness is, how can I get the benefit out of this? But if we're going to move with God's power and his spirit and do something new, you need to say, Lord, show me how I can benefit someone else using my gifts. I tell you, these are powerful truths. They're, they're so easy to say, and, and I don't think anybody's disagreeing with me as, I, as you hear this, but the question is, 
are you applying it? Am I applying it? Do I get up in the morning thinking about these things? Are they, are they present in my mind? Or am I just living my old life rather than my new life? And God wants to do new things through you in your new life to benefit his kingdom. Now that brings us to the fifth purpose that God's created us for. And it's this. I am commissioned to tell others the good news. I'm commissioned to tell others the good news. Listen to what Mark 16 and verse 15 says. And he said to them, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. Go into all the world. Well, no one person can go into all the world. But you can go into your world, the world that you live in, the people surrounding you, your sphere of influence, you're to go into that world and tell the good news. Tell people about Christ. Not in some affected way or, 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 or some way that is off-putting to people, but in a very natural way. Now, here's how you do it. And this is how I would, I would encourage you, if you want to do this in a new way, ask yourself this question. How can I use this day to reference Christ in the words that I speak? All you have to do is reference Christ. Speak his name. Do a kindness in his name. Do a, a service in his name. Benefit someone else in his name. When they ask about your peace or your joy, then you reference Christ. It always goes back to Christ because he's the center of our life. But I'm amazed how many Christians go through life and, and they really have believed in Christ and they're really trusting him, but their words never speak it. We are evangels. This is a purpose that God has for us. And, and, and I think God wants to do something new through us this year, a new thing through you. How would you manifest the good news to someone else? And you need to be comfortable in doing it. And you need to learn how to do it in natural ways. And how to transfer from a natural conversation to a, to a spiritual truth. And, and really the simple way of doing it is just reference Christ. Just if someone thanks you for something good that you've done for them, they say, oh, we're so, I'm so happy that you did this for me. You know, what, what if you just reference Christ and say, you know what, I, I really appreciate you thanking me, but really, Christ is motivating me. I, I, I'm a Christian, and, and I'm filled with his spirit, and he prompts me to do things for people. And so really, thank God for that, because he was really just using me for your benefit, because he loves you and he cares for you. Just reference Christ. This is a new way of sharing. And constantly, day by day, God will give you new situations, new circumstances, new people that you come across. And if you're intent and just open to say, God, how would you want to use me today? And let the name of Jesus really flow off your lips in such a real and natural way. This is what God wants to do. He wants to do new things in our life. 
So, do you want to be spiritually renewed? Do you want to sense God working in your life day by day? Uh, have a sense of purpose? A sense of this is what I'm called to? Because when you're applying yourself towards the purposes of God, that's when you begin to feel his power. That's when you begin to feel satisfaction. You begin to feel comfortable uh, and, and, a, and a real sense of well-being because you were designed for a purpose. These five purposes, to have a relationship with God, seek it with all your heart, to be born again into God's family and, and to realize how do I relate to other people in the family and draw your strength in your camaraderie and your fellowship from God's family. And to know the reason he's in me is to change me and make me more like Christ. And how can I be more like Christ? And I'm shaped to serve other people. And so I go through life with my antennae up, saying I want to, to be alert to every opportunity that I can serve other people using all my gifts and all my talents. And then lastly, how can I bring glory to God? How, how can I share good news? How can I reference Christ daily in my conversation? You know, really, everyone you meet, you should be alert to say, I wonder how I could reference Christ. Lord, give me a way just to speak of your goodness to this person. Listen, if you have that heart and you make yourself available... God will give you a new way to share it. He'll open the door. He'll give you an opportunity, an opportunity to, to uh, minister to someone and to share the good news that's natural, that flows, that the other person is receptive, but it's linked with all these other things, your service and you being like Christ and your desire to benefit other people. All of these things work to this end. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. He's a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, new things have come. Are you tired of living in your old life? Do you feel caught in an old life? What, what you need to do is just open your heart and say, Lord, I want you to do new things in me. I want to live in this new life you have for me. I want to be a new creature in Christ Jesus. I don't want to just quote verses about it, but I want to experience it. I want you to know God is in to new things. He makes all things new. Don't look at yourself and look at your weaknesses and your failures and why you can't do this and what you can't do. But look and ask the Lord, what can I do? What new thing are you working? I want you to know there's a power working within you to transform you and to make you into what God wants you to be. It's available to each and every one of us. So that's, our that's my prayer today for you. 
One final thing I would say to you. Many things in life just happen. But positive change isn't one of them. This new thing that's to work in you is not in your own power, but it is in your aligning yourself with the power of God. Laying hold of the power of God that's within you. Looking to the Lord for that power to flow through you. You can't produce the new thing, but you have to cooperate and make yourself available to the new thing that God wants to do in you. And so that's my prayer. That's my prayer for myself this year, 2021. May it be a year that new things happen in my life. New things that I couldn't even imagine or think about. But he's birthing new things. I pray it for our church that we'll enter into new things. And that God will be pleased with us. And we'll find that power that's available for all of us. Let me pray for us this morning. Lord, we read your word where you want to do a new thing. And Lord, we, we say yes. Do a new thing in me. Break me out of my lethargy. Break me out of those habits and routines that bind me. Help me to find new habits, new routines new ways, new focus on you so that your power would flow through me and through everyone in this church, Lord. We ask that you would make all things new. Make all things new in me. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.